Russian government responded to him extremely harshly in December. Following the passing of Yevgeny Pragoshin, the leader of the Wagner Force, Lukashenko sought to assume command and welcomed thousands of Wagner soldiers into Belarus. Lukashenko brought together Wagner. If you understand, or if you don't, if you believe, or if you doubt, Enlightenment Radio, Rupo Vsomu Svidu, Zed Vami 24 Godini Musiki, Krami Translacy Tarmishtasni Pied Devisan Harista Pied Kas Mishtagnoi Podrozi, Tokakom. shoot him for showing up at this time, but I won't. He's a good gardener. <laughs> and we're cleaning up tons of leaves. I mean, there are leaves all over the place. We didn't have a frost, so all these leaves turned color, and it's been the most beautiful fall I've had in years. I love it. It's uh, currently, what did you say? Uh, 43 degrees in the Ukraine. So we, uh, you're finally starting to beat us. We woke up at 49 degrees. So, but it's uh, six o'clock where you are so it's probably been dropping I don't know what it, I gotta get a weather report where we know Frenchy more than that okay Okay. what that what it was when I woke up what it was and now and what's coming listen to that right under my window <sighs> what next You know what, though? I thank God. I have to have gratitude. I'm not hearing sirens. I'm not hearing drones. I'm not hearing missiles. I'm not exploding buildings. Concrete isn't falling in front of my window. People aren't dropping to the ground dead. I'm thankful for my lawnmower. And I'm being serious. So let's get to our first news story. By the way, our mothership, themysticalvoyage.com, has my manifesto, my book, Christ in a Mystery, a mystical approach to conscious enlightenment out of the scriptures. It'll transform your life. It'll be like you've never read the Bible before in your life. It's about the mystery. The great mystery is our gospel, not the four gospels. The great mystery that was revealed unto the apostle Paul that was kept hid in God from before the foundations of 
of the world. That is the great mystery revealed. And that's what that book is about. That's what that website is about. You'll find the three paradigm pyramids, body, soul, and spirit, how to keep healthy in all areas. Your body needs health, your soul needs health, and your spiritual food. Are you feeding yourself the right spiritual food? Or you'll be a spiritual decrepit or spiritually blind. If you don't have the spirit, you you better get one. The gift of Holy Spirit is as easy as getting and obtaining as falling off a log backwards. Also, the Ukraine, the heart of hope, is your website. We created it for you, especially the news stories are on there, the recipes are on there. You can switch it to Ukraine language. And if you go to the YouTube icon down on the right corner, you may be able to hear some of these news stories in Ukraine captions. I'm not sure yet. Yes? Okay. He says yes. So the YouTube icon in the lower right corner of Ukraine, the heart of hope, Click on that, and there is your Ukrainian language translation of these news and my voice speaking, okay? So you can finally hear what I sound like. Read the words in Ukraine that I am speaking instead of all of you having to go back to English class. Who wants to do that? All right, our first story is a killer one. This is good. We've got them Russians on the run. Let's keep it. Pressure on. First story is the... Welcome to the journal. Despite the approach of winter and the onset of rains, the Russian-Ukrainian war continues with fierce fighting and the biggest offensive ever by Ukrainian forces. Russian troops have been decimated by Ukraine's fall offensive. Falling Russian positions and surrendering Russian soldiers continue to cause concern in the Kremlin. While Ukrainian soldiers are actively fighting against the Russian invaders, the enemy is not only being destroyed but is also surrendering with great regret or being taken prisoner to save their lives. There are also thousands of Russian soldiers fleeing the Ukrainian fronts. Ukrainian forces are making serious gains in the counteroffensive, while Russian invaders, unable to fight back, are surrendering one by one. No one wants to serve in the Russian army anymore because of the huge losses incurred during Moscow's occupation of Ukraine. Many of the Russian soldiers serving in the army are trying to fight on the front lines with low morale and motivation. At the same time, the conflicts are negatively affecting the motivation and psychology of the soldiers in the Russian army, and Russian soldiers do not believe that they will emerge victorious from this war. According to Ukrainian military intelligence, in recent days, Russian soldiers on the Ukrainian front lines have been experiencing mass desertions, Surrender, or some key figures, have been captured by Kiev troops. According to the latest information, yesterday, the Ukrainian Defense Intelligence Special Forces captured a large group of Russians. The Special Forces Unit of the Defense Intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine carried out successful operations on the front line again the day before yesterday. In particular, Ukrainian defenders managed to capture a dozen Russian invaders. In one day, the soldiers of the Ukrainian armed forces in the Tavri direction eliminated 406 Kremlin war criminals. 17 more decided to surrender. Ukrainian officer Andriy Melnik said that Artan continues to replenish the exchange fund of prisoners captured by Russian occupiers. He also emphasized that being captured in Ukraine is not just a chance for Russians to save their lives. Ukraine strongly advised not to neglect the chances of every soldier of the Russian army and choose life by surrendering to Ukrainian defenders. 
The operations of Ukrainian forces are not limited to this. Ukrainian forces are also taking Russian command. Over the past day, Ukrainian forces captured the commander of the Russian Black Mamba unit. Steel border fighters from the Lyman direction managed to capture the 38-year-old Russian commander as a result of offensive operations. The captured Russian commander stated that the moral and psychological situation in his unit was low and that his motivation for fighting on Ukrainian territory was only the monetary component and the expungement of previously imposed convictions. Also, Ukrainian forces captured Alexander Jalov of the 143rd Motorized Rifle Regiment of the Russian Federation in the Zaporizhia region in the middle of this month. Another captured occupier from the Donetsk region confessed to betraying Ukraine and fighting in the ranks of Russian troops. 42-year-old Alexander Gumayev was captured while moving to another position. While the number of surrenders to the Ukrainian forces is growing, at the same time, there are many Russian soldiers who refuse to fight and surrender or who leave without going to the front line. In this regard, Lieutenant General Jonathan Braga, head of the U.S. Army Special Operations Command, said that Ukraine had removed 17,000 Russians from the battlefield without firing a single shot. The main reason why Ukraine was able to ensure the desertion of such a large number of Russian soldiers without firing a single shot was characterized as completely precise information operations. Lieutenant General Jonathan Braga underlined Ukraine's ability... Did you hear that? 17,000 soldiers. 17,000 soldiers surrendered without a shot. They don't want to fight. They don't want to die. They want to go home. And I got a story at the end of the, my story collection today, or I'm going to read it personally, about the mothers, the families meeting with the Ukrainians at the border to beg, begging to have their whole soldiers and their husbands come home, their Russian soldiers. ...of the Russian army to conduct successful media campaigns. Ukraine's messaging efforts have therefore become an important tool in persuading thousands of Russian soldiers to leave their positions. Braga noted that through the active use of social media, the Ukrainian military and intelligence services obtain detailed information about Russian forces, equipment and personnel, which forms the basis for effective attacks against individual soldiers and undermines their morale. At the tactical level, it is an innate and traditional military activity to erode the will and morale of individual soldiers, to erode the overall capacity of the unit, to impose doubt in the minds of the enemy. There are many examples of demoralization in the Russian army that could be exploited by Ukrainian operations, and the Kremlin is trying to eradicate this phenomenon. The Russian army has suffered heavy losses as a result of successful offensives by the brave Ukrainian soldiers, while at the same time the number of Russian military personnel has dropped dramatically. Detention facilities for Russian prisoners of war in Ukraine are currently overcrowded. This was revealed in an interview with Andrei Yusov, the management representative of the main directorate of intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine. According to him, as of today, 2,600 citizens have returned home from the total occupation. But this is not as active a dynamic as before both in terms of the number of exchanges and the number of returns. Negotiations are ongoing, and the main thing here is not to say that the main thing is the result, and it will definitely happen. The exchange fund has been replenished, and the places of detention of Russian prisoners of war in Ukraine are full today. At the same time, 
Yusuf said that Ukraine is ready to repatriate the occupying Russian troops. But of course, it is also ready to repatriate its citizens, defenders, and civilians unlawfully detained. Work on this is underway, he said. He also added that the second winter of full-scale war will be equally difficult. There will be many challenges. There will be attacks on the battlefield, on civilian infrastructure, on the issue of foreign relations, on diplomatic activities. All of this is very difficult. But as a result, the common position of Ukrainian society, military, and political structures will be revealed. The leadership of the coalition of countries of the free world supporting Ukraine will definitely pay off. Ukraine will win. Earlier, Yusuf said that one out of every five Russian occupiers voluntarily left their positions, threw down their weapons, and surrendered to Ukrainian fighters. In general, about eight, ten soldiers of the occupying army surrender every day under the I Want to Live program. In addition, Ukrainian forces are capturing an average of 10, 20 occupiers per day. Since the Ukrainian offensive began in June, the number of surrenders in the Russian army has steadily increased. Especially since the end of June, Russian troops began to suffer heavy losses. The targeting of Crimea and the Kerch bridgehead and the destruction of the Russian troops' rear reinforcement bases in the east with long-range missiles such as Storm Shadow, Scalp, Atakums, or JDAM have made the Russian troops desperate. As the fighting escalated in all occupied territories, military bases and airfields in Russian border cities were also targeted. This has completely psychologically devastated the Russian troops. With Ukraine's summer and fall offensives, the Russian soldier fell into great despair. Intra-army conflicts and desertions increased. The number of surrenders in the Russian army increased at least five times compared to previous months. Thus, the figures, which were around 20,000 at the beginning of June, increased exponentially in June, July, August, September, October, and November. As we have already mentioned, on average, 20 to 30 soldiers from the Russian army surrendered to the Ukrainian army or were captured by the Ukrainian army on a daily basis. At the same time, more than 17,000 Russian soldiers have fled the front lines, as reported by Lieutenant General Jonathan Braga, head of the U.S. Army Special Operations Command. So far, between 50,000 and 60000 Russian soldiers have surrendered or applied for surrender to the Ukrainian army or have been captured. In the light of these data, with the elimination of 17000 soldiers without expenditure of bullets, this number rises to over 75000. Even by the horrific standards of Russia's full-scale war against Ukraine, this is a staggering loss. Thank you for following us. A staggering loss. This is your host, Mystic Guide. I'm telling it to you like it is. You know, I don't know why. There's a major wanted poster in 55 countries. Putin, Vladimir Putin, is wanted for war crimes. 55 countries. He's wanted for war crimes, and he's walking around free as a bird. All you world leaders are culpable. You're cowards. Cuff him the minute he gets off the airplane and lands in your country. Just cuff him. Throw him to the ground like cops do. <laughs> Mace him. Get the nightsticks out. Put him in the gitmo and put him on trial for war crimes, trafficking children. Well, what a miserable son of a buck that guy is. 
trafficking in children. Your child is missing. You want to know where he is? Probably not alive. I don't want to be an alarmist, but I'll give you hope. Maybe he is alive. Maybe your child is alive. Maybe something good has happened. God has favored your country so far. Maybe God is favoring these children, looking over them. I pray right now, Lord, take care of these children that have been captured and kidnapped by this evil, wicked terrorist, Vladimir Putin. Protect those children. Keep them safe. Keep them alive and return them to them, parents. God, answer this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Next is Anya from the uh, Kiev Post. She has what she has to share, and it's usually pretty accurate. Russian personnel losses are so high and morale is so low that soldiers are being executed for not following orders, according to the White House. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said on Thursday that as well as individual cases of capital punishment, entire units were being threatened with execution if they retreat from Ukrainian artillery. He described it as reprehensible. Today, we'll take a look at how bad Russian troop losses really are and see the Kremlin's reaction. I'm Anya Korzon, a journalist at Kiev Post. Subscribe to our channel for regular updates, exclusive interviews, and explainers. Go to that YouTube icon so in the corner of the website, the you'll see the translation. So far unsuccessful attempt to take Avdiivka, a small town in eastern Ukraine. Independent Ukrainian and even many Russian sources are all saying the same thing. But the Kremlin seems to be in denial once again. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu was shown on state-run television on Tuesday visiting troops in East Ukraine and telling them, the situation today suggests the enemy has fewer and fewer opportunities and they will continue to be reduced, thanks exclusively to your combat work. Shoigu was filmed smiling and laughing when a Russian soldier told him Ukrainian troops were in a panic. Meanwhile, everyone else is painting a very different picture. According to the intelligence report from British Ministry of Defense on October 22nd, Recent Russian assaults in Avdiivka have contributed a 90% increase in Russian casualties recorded by Ukrainian MOD. Then, Ukrainian Tavriz Group of Forces spokesperson stated on October 26 that Russian forces have suffered 5,000 personnel killed and wounded near Avdiivka since October 10th. Ragnar Gudmundsson, an Iceland-based analyst, reported on Wednesday that Russian casualties hit a probable wartime record of more than 1,400 killed in combat in a single day on October 20th. According to his analysis, losses have averaged 900 men a day killed in combat from 10th to 20th of October. This time window is coinciding almost exactly with the launch of major Russian army attacks in the Avdiivka sector. An open video appeal to Russian President Putin from wives and mothers of soldiers from the Russian city Kirov was published on Monday, claiming their husbands and sons were thrown into combat in Donbass. I'll be reporting on that in just a few minutes. Local commanders used violence and the threat of violence to force the Kirov reservists to conduct bloody attacks across open ground, killing and wounding many of them. Our men were not ready to perform these tasks. As a result of this, our regiment suffers personal losses every day. Dialogue with the command is impossible. Our guys are intimidated and threatened to be executed. Meanwhile, in the Kremlin, Deputy Chairman of the Security Council of Russia, Dmitry Medvedev, boasted that so far in 2023, almost 385,000 enlisted in the armed forces of the Russian Federation. According to him, 
The pace of selection for military service under the contract has increased significantly. If you want to see a picture of a group of these women, you can click that YouTube link down at the corner of your UkraineTheHeartOfHope.com and see a picture of these women pleading for their husbands, pleading for their loved ones, their sons, their, their boys to come home. They're being executed if they dare try to come back, and they're not getting properly trained. They're not getting prop. They were told they were going to be cooks and chefs and whatever. Now we'll go back. Every day, more than 1,600 people sign a contract with the armed forces. He claimed that it is the high patriotic spirit... Now, that's Medvedev giving a little speech over there in Russia. ...that motivates such high numbers of new recruits. But Putin's Looks like him. Dmitry Peskov believes and there's that Anya from the Kiev Post. Service for something more material. And I quote, very attractive financial conditions and a rather impressive contract. Back in March 2023, the starting salary for a Russian soldier fighting in Ukraine was 195,000 rubles per month, which is roughly $2,500. It is nearly 14 times higher than the median salary in some regions of Russia. So which one is it? Patriotic spirit or rubles that are motivating these Russian men? That's it for today. I'm Anya Korzun. Thank you for watching. And please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, like this video, and leave us a comment. And I'll see you next time. I love her reporting. We're going to try to get a direct connection to her to have her on like about once a week, get a little more information out of her. She's great. Anna Korea from the Kiev Post. You are in tune to Enlightenment Radio home of the ultimate knowledge of body, soul, and spirit, and unlimited music 24-7. Be sure and visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com. There you can journey through the mystical voyage and also view our schedule of programming. Thank you for listening. Ravi, if you still got that I Want to Live story on the, uh, keep that posted on our internet site, Ukraine, the heart of hope. Keep that posted there. I don't know if we ever found a phone number, but there should be. There's got to be one. They announced it. So I Want to Live is for those soldiers that are wandering around wanting to surrender and they want to live. They don't want to go back to Russia and get killed. And I have a story on that momentarily. This is another battle shellacking against the Russians coming up. And then we'll go to our story about the women begging for their husbands.
Welcome to The Journalist. Despite the approach of winter and the onset of rains, the Russian-Ukrainian war continues with fierce fighting and the biggest offensive ever by Ukrainian forces. Russian troops have been decimated by Ukraine's fall offensive. Falling Russian positions and surrendering Russian soldiers continue to cause concern in the Kremlin. While Ukrainian soldiers are actively fighting against the Russian invaders, the enemy is not only being destroyed, but is also surrendering with great regret or being taken prisoner to save their lives. There are also thousands of Russian soldiers fleeing the Ukrainian fronts. Ukrainian forces are making serious gains in the counteroffensive, while Russian invaders, unable to fight back, are surrendering one by one. No one wants to serve in the Russian army anymore because of the huge losses incurred during Moscow's occupation of Ukraine. Many of the Russian soldiers serving in the army are trying to fight on the front lines with low morale and motivation. At the same time, the conflicts are negatively affecting the motivation and psychology of the soldiers in the Russian army, and Russian soldiers do not believe that they will emerge victorious from this war. According to Ukrainian military intelligence, in recent days, Russian soldiers on the Ukrainian front lines have been experiencing mass desertions, surrender, or some key figures have been captured by Kiev troops. According to the latest information, yesterday, the Ukrainian Defense Intelligence Special Forces captured a large group of Russians. The Special Forces Unit of the Defense Intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine carried out successful operations on the front line again the day before yesterday. In particular, Ukrainian defenders managed to capture a dozen Russian invaders. In one day, the soldiers of the Ukrainian armed forces in the Tavri direction eliminated 406 Kremlin war criminals. 17 more decided to surrender. Ukrainian officer Andriy Melnik said that Artan continues to replenish the exchange fund of prisoners captured by Russian occupiers. He also emphasized... You know what those uh, war crimes are that they're talking about? They're looking for those guys that are 400 and some that are wanted? That's for raping women out on the military field. That's a war crime, scumbags. ...that being captured in Ukraine is not just a chance for Russians to save their lives. Ukraine strongly advised not to neglect the chances of every soldier of the Russian army and choose life by surrendering to Ukrainian defenders. The operations of Ukrainian forces are not limited to this. Ukrainian forces are also taking Russian command units prisoner, in particular. Over the past day, Ukrainian forces captured the commander of the Russian Black Mamba unit. Steel border fighters from the Lyman direction managed to capture the 38-year-old Russian commander as a result of offensive operations. The captured Russian commander stated that the moral and psychological situation in his unit was low, and that his motivation for fighting on Ukrainian territory was only the monetary component and the expungement of previously imposed convictions. Also, Ukrainian forces captured Alexander Jalov of the 143rd Motorized Rifle Regiment of the Russian Federation in the Zaporizhia region in the middle of this month. Another captured occupier from the Donetsk region confessed to betraying Ukraine and fighting in the ranks of Russian troops. 42-year-old Alexander Gumayev was captured while moving to another position. While the number of surrenders to the Ukrainian forces is growing, at the same time, there are many Russian soldiers who refuse to fight and surrender or who leave without going to the front line. In this regard, Lieutenant General Jonathan Braga, 
head of the U.S. Army Special Operations Command, said that Ukraine had removed 17,000 Russians from the battlefield without firing a single shot. The main reason why Ukraine was able to ensure the desertion of such a large number of Russian soldiers without firing a single shot was characterized as completely precise information operations. Lieutenant General Jonathan Braga underlined Ukraine's ability to exploit the low morale of the Russian army to conduct successful media campaigns. Ukraine's messaging efforts have therefore become an important tool in persuading thousands of Russian soldiers to leave their positions. Braga noted that through the active use of social media, the Ukrainian military and intelligence services obtain detailed information about Russian forces, equipment and personnel, which forms the basis for effective attacks against individual soldiers and undermines their morale. At the tactical level, it is an innate and traditional military activity to erode the will and morale of individual soldiers, to erode the overall capacity of the unit, to impose doubt in the minds of the enemy. There are many examples of demoralization in the Russian army that could be exploited by Ukrainian operations, and the Kremlin is trying to eradicate this phenomenon. The Russian... I think that's, uh, you got the gist of that story. We're demoralizing the enemy through social media. We're demoralizing them through reality. 17,000 of them gave up without a shot. That might have been a repeat story. Sorry about that. But the, 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 key, the key to any winning any battle, I mean, George Washington at Valley Forge, when we won this country from the British, it was the will. We destroyed the will of the British. We confused them. They were shooting each other. They didn't have the will to die for the king anymore. We wanted freedom. We wanted freedom, and it's still, I've been reminded by my sister in Christ when I was complaining the other day about the elections, the corruption, the lockdowns, and the vaccines, and I was whining, even though I know it's a spiritual battle, she said, well, get your head out of your butt. We still have enough freedom in this country, enough freedom to walk from one place to another without being accosted by or shook down by the government or cop, government especially, the federales. We can still get in our car and travel across country and enjoy its beautiful, beautiful National parks, Yosemite, Yellowstone, uh, Sequoia National Park, you know, Niagara Falls. We have some of the most beautiful sights in the world, and we have the freedom and the love of nature here still in our souls because we were raised in this freedom. We are so accustomed to this. I don't know if a Ukrainian could come over here and adapt to this feeling of freedom right away. It would take you a little time to become accustomed to it. Hop on your bicycle and ride. We love this country, and they're trying to steal it from us. The Luciferians, the Clintons, the Microsoft Bill Gates-type people, George Soros, Klaus, all the liberal, left-leaning, American-hating traitors. Do you know all the Southern South Confederates were all Democrat traitors? They wanted to secede from this country. And once they seceded, they were France and Germany were getting ready to come over here and supply them all the money and take over. That wasn't about keeping their economy and keeping their slaves. That was an insurrection if I ever saw one. That was a treasonous act. And I know 
some of you Southerners see that different, that Northerners were invading your country. You got it wrong. I've studied history over and over and over, and I wrote a book about it. We guaranteed those slaves their freedom. We wanted the Emancipation Proclamation. You know, in Andersonville Prison, there was 36,000 men inside of a capacity prison built for 9,000 because they quit trading Soldiers, They quit trading, having furloughs every year, which would let soldiers out and let from both sides. You know why they did that? Because the South, yes, that beloved South, said, well, now that you've got black soldiers in here, we're not going to let them go. They are our property. That's what the South said. And all those men, Lincoln and General Grant said, it's all or nothing. And they said, no, we're not letting go of our property. So 36,000 men had to suffer and 13,600 men had to die in horrid conditions in that worst prison in American history right here in Georgia who doesn't want to talk about it or teach about it in their schools. I'm in your face, Georgia. That's the truth. I'm telling you, we need another General Sherman march to the sea, march these liberal traitors right into the ocean. Let them go under. They're trying to take away our freedoms. Every day we lose freedom of speech. Every day we lose freedom of carrying the right to bear arms. Every day we lose freedoms because of these traitors. And that's what you're fighting for in the Ukraine. Keep fighting for your freedom. The Russians will take it all from you. They'll put you in the gulags for not cooking borscht right. They'll do whatever it takes to humiliate you, to make you feel like you're nothing, that you're less than a Russian. Who can be less than a damn Russian? <clears throat> and I'm not painting a broad brush. There are some beautiful Russians in this world. I'm painting Vladimir Putin as a symbol of what an evil Russian can do and his evil cohort. Most of it's for money. He, You know, he's the richest man in the world. What does the richest man in the world want to do with Ukraine and Crimea? Evil, greed, lust, it just takes over. It's idolatry is what it is. Idolatry is at the center of all of this, isn't it, Robbie? You know about it. We teach about idolatry is the, the five step of the fall of Western civilization are biblical. I pointed out in my teaching they are biblical. The first step of idolatry is division. When Solomon went with strange wives and God told him not to, those strange wives were nothing but strange means they worshipped idols. He worshipped the same idols. And Israel was divided from Judah. Had it not been for David, he would have just destroyed him right there. Then the second step is the abomination of the children. The children start getting sacrificed at the altar of Moloch. They were burning children at the altar of Moloch because of idolatry, thought they would appease their idol, Moloch, part of their trinity worship. The trinity is idolatry, and that's why the Western civilization in America is about ready. We're at the last step. The fifth step, th uh, excuse me, the third step is the rise and expansion of sodomy. That's no personal indictment against homosexuality, but it's just, I didn't write the book. The rise and expansion is an omen, so to speak. It's a sign that we're near the end or at the end of that civilization. The fourth step is the hordes of locusts will be coming over the borders. And look at the hordes of locusts that are crossing over our borders, crossing all over European borders. The hordes of locusts and their infidels, they're, they're just up in Sweden, they're raping women. 
In England, they have no-go zones, over 100 no-go zones you cannot go into because of these hordes of locust Islamists. And look what Hamas just did. The last step, and I also use Bible illustrations. I use the illustration of the Roman Empire. The fall of the Roman Empire was idolatry, and now the fall of American Western civilization is idolatry, because not one of our founding fathers was a Trinitarian, and they started bowing down and worshiping the Trinity a few hundred years ago again, and then we started going down. And it's by God's grace and mercy that we still have one generation left, and it says that the last thing to go before the civilization falls is is the loss of treasury, the loss of treasury, and you can almost feel it creeping up on us. Well, that's my sermon for today. Okay, so it's a spiritual battle that we're in. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to take a tank and pick up a gun and go fight Russians. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray to the one true God, the one true God, not a three-headed God. That's a lie. That's idolatry. Like the Pope, like the Catholic Church invented the Trinity, you know. Wives of Russian soldiers head to Ukraine border demanding to take their husbands home, report says. A group of family members traveled to a military base seeking the return of the men whom they say were injured in the fighting, according to Russia media. They were injured. They want them home. The report comes after, oh, there's an advertisement. Defense Minister Sergei Shoigo called on his troops to withdraw from Kherson in a major setback for Russia. And it just shows these families huddling together, crying. The wives of Russian soldiers fighting in Ukraine show up at the border and demanded to take their husbands home. The independent Russian news outlet, The Insider, reported. A group of around 20 relatives traveled to a military base in the Russian town of Veluki. On Wednesday night, the outlet reported Veluki is around 500 kilometer <coughs> AMs, 30 miles from Kharkiv, Oblast, in Ukraine. The group, which mostly consisted of women, called for their husbands to be taken out of the Ukraine, claiming they had been wounded fighting in the front line. I mean, if they're wounded, they're technically, the enemy likes to see, like the Ukrainians, like to see the enemy wounded because it takes two guys to take care of the wounded guy, so you've taken three guys out of the fight. That's how that worked, the insider said. The insider is a Russian news outlet and has no affiliation with Business Insider. I'm ready to tear them apart, one of the women told officials at the military base. Well, turn her loose. They have to do something. They have to make a decision. They've got to get them out of there. Putin's cannon fodder. The Russian recruits dying in Ukraine. We want them taken away from there because there are many wounded, she added. Another relative said that if officials were unable to help them, we should go to the front herself to rescue the soldiers. And if any of you soldiers are out there, get yourself to the Kiev and report to IWantToLive.com or I Want to Live and get yourself reported to that committee. I, it's on our website. Ravi, do we have a phone number? Do we have an address? Do we have a way they can contact them? So they can, I Want to Live, they give them an official card, place to stay, citing separate report published on the Telegram channel of the independent Russian news outlet, Vertska. It is unclear whether women received the answers they were looking for. Vertska reported that the officials were helping the women track down their husbands. Well, I hope so. Business Insider was unable to independently verify these reports. The report comes after Russian Minister of Defense Sergei Shoigu called on his troops to withdraw from Kyrgyzstan. 
the first major city and the only region capital in Ukraine captured by Russia since the beginning of its invasion in February. That announcement marked one of the most significant setbacks for Russia so far in its war in the Ukraine. Top U.S. General Mark Milley, that's our general, estimated on Wednesday that more than 100,000 Russian soldiers have been killed and wounded. Wow, that's the first report I've seen of that since Russia invaded Ukraine. Was that worth it, Putin? Throwing 1,000 men down the drain, down the dark hole, down the pit of hell to die? For what? Your greed? Your ego? Put that picture up of Dr. Uh evil and mini-me on the front of the website, Ravi. It is unclear whether he received the figures. It is unclear whether where he received the figures. Reuters and Business Insider did not independently verify the numbers. No, they don't verify nothing because they're not reporters. They're just fools. Well, that's that story. I thought I felt like I wanted to read that personally. I hope I gave it a personal touch. It almost breaks my heart. It really does. I gotta play some music. War never solved anything, people. Men dying, men shooting each other, never solved anything. It's the devil's doing. It's a spiritual. He's wanted men to fight each other ever since God's creation. God bless America and God bless the Ukraine.
shattered I couldn't tell what I felt I was unrecognizable to myself I saw my reflection in a window and didn't know my own face oh brother are you gonna leave me wasting Springsteen's from uh, the film Drummers Are King. From the film The Streets of Philadelphia, very moving song, very moving song. It reminds me just the same thing of mothers gathering at a funeral for their dead soldiers, just flopping to the ground and sobbing. Same thing, spiritual battle, death is death. It's a finality, people, unless you got the Spirit of God. That's the only window through Jesus Christ to eternal life. That's it. Well, this has been Enlightenment Radio. I hope I've enlightened you to some better stories and giving you some hope that uh, you are winning. And one, two generals have I've told that says Russia cannot possibly win this war. So I'm going by what they say. So take heart when you see your burned out buildings. Take heart when you see your friends looking for their children. Take heart. Pray to God. He will answer you. He will comfort you in the middle of the night. He is a song in the night. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will deliver you from all tribulation. He says, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. The world is not going to to give you and fulfill you if you keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. One man once said about this song he sang, keep your eyes 
on Jesus. He said, every time I took my eyes off of Jesus, I always felt bitter, sour, and defeated. I'll never forget those words in that order. Every time I took my eyes off the Lord Jesus, I always felt, ended up bitter, sour, and defeated. So keep your eyes on the Jesus Christ of the Bible, not the one in those Orthodox churches. That's a phony Christ, counterfeit. Keep your eyes on the scriptures. You can go to read my book, Jesus Christ, Christ in a Mystery, a mystical, mystical approach to conscious enlightenment out of the scriptures at themysticalvoyage.com. You'll also see our other videos there, our other information, links to Facebook sites, links to our other apps like the Tyranny of the Trinity and so forth. We have some great people working for us every Sunday night. I teach Sunday night here at 730 in India. About uh, anywhere between 600 and 1400 people gather and they have, a, we call it the tea party. <laughs> I said, Robbie, what time do your people want to meet? The best time to teach them? Oh, in the morning when they're getting up and it's peaceful. I said, okay, well, then they'll want plenty of coffee. He said, no, they drink tea. They don't drink coffee. We drink tea. Well, God bless you. This has been Mystic Guide, your host for Enlightenment Radio. We shall see you same time, same time tomorrow. Love you. God bless.